You're listening to Swordbreaker, a podcast about role-playing, fantasy, and the dungeon world experience. Hello, Logan. Congratulations on getting your podcast up and running. This is Colin Green from Spike Pit here. Really enjoyed your episode where you were talking... Well, you was like brainstorming ideas. It was episode two with Ray Otis. Um, I enjoy Ray's work and um, it looks like I'm going to be enjoying your work from now on. So um, look forward to more episodes and welcome to the, uh, the Anchorites, mate. Catch you later. People who start role-playing podcasts on Anchor soon find a wealth of support and inspiration in the form of Colin Green of the Spike Pit podcast. Thank you for all you do, Colin. Last episode, Jesse Ross and I talked about role-playing games with kids. As it turns out, the Anchorites have a lot to say on the subject. I encourage listeners to check out the DM Dad podcast, the Plunder Notes episodes of either Ray Otis's Plundergrounds podcast or Frank T's Liner Notes. And if you are ever feeling down and you need something to cheer you up, listen to Colin's episode of Spike Pit called Spike Pit and Son. I guarantee that'll lift your spirits. The Mead Hall. Discussions about role-playing, fantasy, and the dungeon world experience. Hi Logan, this is Brian from the Session Zero Zine. A little birdie told me your next episode is going to be about mass combat, and you're doing that to highlight my latest issue of Session Zero, Halo, Fang, and Horn. I'm super honored about that and very appreciative. Uh, Next issue is out now to my patrons on Patreon, and it will be coming very soon to drive through RPG. I've already submitted it. I'm just waiting for them to come back and say it's good to go. Really enjoy your podcast, and uh, thanks again for highlighting my issue. I've been having discussions online about mass combat rules with Brian Holland for some time. He's never one to be satisfied with anything that falls short of his own high standards. When Brian puts anything into an issue of Session Zero, his Dungeon World zine, he knows two things about it. It will adhere to the principles of Dungeon World play, and it will be fun. After several attempts to bring some of his love for Warhammer and epic fantasy battles into Dungeon World, Brian hit on a method that would maintain Dungeon World's fiction-first ethic and allow the players to transition from a band of characters into an army of colorful units seamlessly. He could have written out his rules and made them available to grateful Dungeon World players everywhere, but Session Zero is more than cool mechanics. It's an experience. Brian put together a cool collection of factions, artifacts, and monsters that will give you an awesome way to test his new system. In typical Brian Holland fashion, it's designed to be replayable. Pick one of four immortal contingents and make war on the other three. Stab into the heart of darkness or shake down the heavens. In Session Zero, Issue 7, Halo, Fang, and Horn. Ninkasi's Cauldron. Brewing up eight variations on a fantasy element. Eight Variations on Battlefields. I'm hoping to give you a little color for your future combat sessions. I'm sure you've tried a lot of these before, but maybe I've got something you haven't thought of. Number one, half submerged in water. So imagine your ship has gone down. You've been swimming. You've just gained purchase on the sand. 
and your enemy comes pouring out of the tree line. Now you've got huge waves pounding you in the back, and every time the water surges back out to the ocean, it tries to drag you with it. Or maybe you're in a raging river. Any stumble will carry you downstream. Another idea is you're in a swamp. You can't see what's below you. You might trip over a branch or step into a murky hole. Maybe there are even alligators and crocodiles in there. Number two, bug hunt. This is inspired by Starship Troopers of the movie Aliens. There are no open spaces. You're stuck in a series of very tight passages and the enemy knows its way around. Number three, clockworks. What if your environment has a very consistent set of hazards and obstacles that pop up in a very uniform way? Maybe you're in a hot springs area. You've got kettles of boiling water and geysers shoot up at exactly the same time. Or maybe you're literally inside a giant clock. You've got huge turning gears and you know that every 15 minutes a set of soldiers will walk through swinging their weapons in a set pattern. Number four, chaotic platform. This was inspired by the movie Flash Gordon. The Hawkman city has this fight scene where they're on a platform that tilts randomly and has spikes coming out of it. And they just don't know what's going to happen next. A fantasy version of this might be a battle that starts on a wooden bridge, but then part of the way through the combat, the whole thing collapses into the water and starts spinning down the river toward a waterfall. Number five, predatory environment. So what if you see your enemy across the cavern and you go to engage them and suddenly realize there's a roper between you or maybe shriekers now you might throw stones at the other side just to get the shriekers to go off number six caravan assault this one was inspired by road warrior or possibly some of those westerns with the train robbery scenes the concept here is that you've got fast moving vehicles or horses or maybe even giant dinosaurs or something that one side is riding or moving on and the other side is trying to get on and cause havoc. Number seven, rooftops. Rooftops are awesome because you've got all kinds of weird angles and gaps between the roofs. You might have uh, tiles or, or uh, shingles that slip or possibly the roofs cave in. And finally, number eight, Strange World. There are a number of uh, Japanese shows, uh, tokusatsu shows, called the Metal Man series. And in them, there are these fight scenes that take place in the Strange World. Well, basically anything can happen in the Strange World. So I was thinking of, what if you had a battle in, for example the place in uh, Magician's Nephew where you've got these ponds everywhere and if you splash into one you appear somewhere else or maybe you're fighting on a giant Mobius strip 
What is it like to fight someone who's directly beneath you? Or can you use that twisting part in some way to, to help you? Maybe you can run around all the way to the other side and come up behind them. Anyway, I hope one of these is inspiration for a future fight. Market Square, a place to share your Dungeon World wares. Hey Logan, this is Ray. I've heard that the next Swordbreaker is going to be about mass battles in Dungeon World, and I wanted to chip in a few ideas. These are from Plundergrounds number four, Raka's Raiders, and in that zine, um, you play a part of a tribe of hobgoblin giant rat riders in the service of an evil necromancer. And you're conflicted about that service, and there's a whole bunch of stuff in the zine about that, but I won't get into it for now. Um, in the final battle for that zine, what I did was set up the two forces uh, that are opposed with each with a danger list. So there's a list of grim portents for each, uh, in this case, the Empire and the Necromancer's Horde. And then played it out so that um, you played the characters in small vignettes, like pieces of the battle um, from their perspective, what they could see of the battle. And then if they did poorly or well, I would choose then which list to tick off uh, from the dangers. And I'm going to read a couple off. Uh, but just keep in mind that you're fighting on the necromancer side here. So here is something that would happen if the necromancer's horde is winning. Um, undead giants bring forth huge sealed urns and smash them on the ground. From the shards emerge sinuous ribbons of purple smoke that burrow through one enemy soldier after another before dissipating. The unfortunate victims are transformed in dr into drooling idiots that can barely stand. A shout goes up and the slaughter begins. How do you take advantage of the moment to improve the raider's fame or chance of survival? And then here's one from the forces of the empire. Uh, the fighting near the wall is intense. Arrows, rubble, and flaming oil are taking a toll on the necromancer's troops. Suddenly, a hidden gate opens and imperial ogres squeeze through. Their powerful blows crush the nearest troops, flinging bodies left and right. As you look on, a horrible voice containing a multitude of discordant pitches commands you to attack the ogres. It's a direct order from one of the necromancer's lieutenants. What is your creative plan for engaging and eliminating these juggernauts? I'm going to read one more just because I like it. This one's from the Necromancer's List. One of the Necromancer's demon engines crashes into the city wall, cracking it open. You hear the weeping of the demon within, halted by the rubble from pursuing the destruction that is its only balm. It makes the hairs on your back stand up as you ride through the breach. What dread servants of the Emperor await you on the other side, and why are they particularly good at fighting mounted troops? So each of these uh, danger lists ticks down until um, whichever one ends first is the side that wins the battle, and I have an ending condition on both. And it's a way to play out a larger battle on a, on a macro scale around the characters as they experience it from the inside out, from the, you know, from the perspective of a character in the midst of all this carnage. Uh, just a different way uh, of doing it, maybe, than looking at it from the 100-foot view um, like a general would. And I hope that is uh, of interest to your listeners. Have a great one. Brian Holland wanted to clear up something from last time when he called in. The website he mentioned is actually gatherer.wizards.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can send a message through swordbreakerzine at gmail.com or even a voicemail through the Anchor app. Tell me about some strange environment you had to fight in in one of your games. Maybe a moment of brilliance that changed the tide or some kind of invention, a magic item or spell or special move that made a fight more interesting. 
have fun.